hungry. Hungry. Run the track. Darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only one God. The Dirty Bag Podcast is your virtual check-in spot to celebrate the highs, unpack the lows, and sort through the in-betweens of life. It's a place to laugh, cry, self-correct, and cut up. I'm your host, Cookie, and I'm in these grown folk trenches right along with you. Well, darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only Welcome to the Dirty Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Cookie, and thanks for tuning in today. Again, if you're listening to the audio version, we are on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe, share with a friend, like, do what you need to do. Come support the kid as a visual. So, y'all, I feel like this is going to be a recurring theme. No matter how far we go, no matter how many wins we have, no matter how many doors we kick down, how many glass ceilings we burst. Y'all are going to keep trying. My sisters, and at this point, the thing about being a black woman, aside from the fact that we are just absolutely amazing and we carry everything, this country, the universe, our families on our shoulders, I feel like we are constantly having to attack the most opposition. We are constantly having to overcome the most opposition because we get it from different places. Obviously, we've talked about white supremacy often. We know the the chokehold that still has, but we get it from our own. If we are not dealing with whiteness, we are not dealing with systemic racism. We are dealing with not being good enough for our men, even when these men are not worth the conversation with God. Even when you do not have a leg to stand on for your critiques, we are constantly just ducking and dodging. You know what I'm saying? Ducking and dodging. And it's getting ridiculous. So here's what's going on this week. Actually, it's been going on for a minute. So I'm going to start from absolutely most ridiculous to y'all gotta be kidding me. Why? Or maybe no particular order. Let's just let's just see how this goes. So number one, Lizzo. She at this point, I feel like Lizzo is y'all's favorite punching bag. This woman does nothing but be great, make happy music, twerk, love on herself, and it's a problem for y'all. It is an absolute problem. So this week, for whatever reason. Um, Ari Spears, who's a comedian that we honestly don't hear much from, crazy, right? Decided while being asked a question to forget Lizzo's music, let's just talk about her body. Now, this man had the audacity to sit with his whole triple D chest and make a comment about her body type and her shape and essentially calling for accountability with her health. And, you know, how we keep people around us just, you know, not telling us what we need to hear as far as our eating habits. First of all, because this man looks like a whole startled oatmeal cream pie. The fact that your tablet-shaped ass had any place to speak on this woman who, number one, first of all, Lizzo works out. And even if she didn't, whether she did or didn't, it's not our place to judge, right? He's talking about... (laughs) It's really hard for me to uh, take this seriously and the fact that I'm even choosing to address it because I feel like 
he's getting the jump in his career that he needs at this point by speaking on a black woman. So I hate the publicity he's getting off of this because he does not deserve it. And the one thing that's always really just bothered me about comedians is a lot of y'all are not actually even funny. Like if your material is really just ripping people and coming for people's physical appearances, you have no material. There is no real humor in you. Different conversation though. But he's talking about her her body and that he's at least handsome, which first of all, you like a startled billy goat. No, you no, you are not. I don't y'all talk about women like Lizzo, but the thing is, you are literally hating outside the club. Have y'all seen Lizzo's man? Lizzo is not even a woman a lot of these cats can pull, but yet y'all speak so harshly on us. And I think the biggest problem with that is that in this BBL culture we're in now, somebody referred to it as the uh, the BBL brigade. <laughs> I'm not coming for y'all. Do what you got to do. I already spoke about the fact that I went to see a man about a lipo horse recently. So I do not judge anybody that goes under the knife. But y'all criticize and say people need to, women need to love themselves. You know, make natural bodies normal again. Natural bodies is still winning, but there's a fine print on what natural body you speak of. So if it's not a certain size, a certain shape, um, you know, certain measurements, you don't mean it. And a woman being big does not mean she's not healthy. First of all, anybody that can perform a two-hour concert with your mic on, because that woman is a singer, baby, you are in shape. I'm winded from going up my steps. You feel me? I go up one flight of step, one flight of steps, and it's over, and that's in flats. So the fact that Lizzo can perform, and sometimes in heels, give her her credit. That is a beautiful woman. But it's like no matter what she does, she doesn't get caught up in drama. She minds her business. Y'all still try her. But it goes back to this argument of. When women change themselves, I'll give an example. Lil' Kim, y'all talk about how she should have never did X, Y, Z to herself, but in lots of early interviews, she talked about men telling her that she wasn't attractive. So, like, pick a battle. Y'all either want women to love themselves or you don't. Or maybe, just maybe, here is a great idea. Have a tall glass and shut the fuck up and let us do us. You know, there have been plenty of times where I've got on camera and I, you know, worried about how I'm looking because I'm not who I used to be. I've packed on some weight. In fact, since moving to Texas, I've packed on quite a bit of weight. I'm, I'm not the same girl I was before I got here. And sometimes I, I think about it every, every so often it weighs on me. But then I also remember I'm fine as hell. But y'all can't in one instance, talk about how we need to love ourselves, but then shame women for loving themselves. It's almost like women that don't fit societal standards that has confidence. It shakes y'all. And the question is why? Maybe it's because if women of all sizes, of all features love themselves, what does that mean for you? I don't know. Maybe, we'll, maybe I'll unpack that with somebody else at some point. But a talentless comedian that's hardly getting booked, that's doing these little mediocre interviews that he himself is not fine, that don't look good. It's representation of a lot of y'all men now. Like, shut up. So leave her alone. Then we have Tabitha. 
Y'all know Tabitha Brown is sweet as pie. She is black America's sweetheart. That woman don't do nothing but bless us with good meals and good sayings and just good energy and now good clothes and Target. So she had a primetime special coming. Tabitha Brown had a new show, part of the primetime lineup. It's complicated. Obviously, everybody's happy for the good sis, but it got pulled. So we're going to see it on regular afternoons. The question is why? She did an Instagram post because you know one thing about Tabitha is her business, but she'll pick and choose how she tells her business. And she sort of spoke on it a little bit. And Tabitha Brown's response was she's had to break down a lot of barriers to get to her freedom, and she's not going to change who she is. So what that tells us is she was probably asked to water down who she is, probably wanted her to be a little bit more palatable to a white audience. And a lot of y'all that have worked in predominantly white spaces, you know what it is. We can go ahead and get into that. It's like you love us as long as you can capitalize off of us, but you know, we don't want too much of it. Just give us a sprinkle of that Southern drawl. Just give us a sprinkle of that sis. Just, just give us a sprinkle of that attitude and that sass. Not too much, though. It's like you bring us on, and then you want to mold us into this perfect package of what works for you, what you think is going to sell, what you think is going to bring in deals. Oftentimes, the things that get a black woman's foot in the door is also the things that suddenly work to our disadvantage when we're on the inside. Think about it. Just think about it. How many job interviews have you did and the feedback you got was, we love your spunk, we love your personality, we love your energy. But once you get in and they can't really control that energy, they can't make you move the way they see fit, suddenly you become a problem. And somebody like Tabitha, who is so sweethearted, being asked in any way to compromise what it is about her that brought her, that brought her audience to begin with. Tabitha being asked to change anything about her lets us know. And as she said, when somebody complained she was being arrogant, that she's cold switched before, and it doesn't change a thing, and it doesn't fix anything, and it doesn't. Be honest, y'all. How many of us cold switch on our job, and the minute you don't play along to get along, you a problem? It's interesting how we are wanted as these little novelty items for people to capitalize off of, to meet your quotas, whatever, but we can never just exist in our full authentic blackness. You want to cherry pick it as it's convenient for you, as it works for you, but it has to be palatable, and I think that's some crazy ass shit. So I, I applaud Tabitha for standing firm because most people don't want to miss out on opportunities. Like people want to get in that bag by any means necessary. And if that means compromising who you are, people do it. I've seen it in different areas of my life. Um, I've seen it in the corporate space. I've been asked myself to water myself down. I remember trying to wear my natural hair earlier um, in my corporate career and my black boss telling me that he wanted me to be my he wanted me to be a Michelle Obama. I spoke about this before. And really, that was just him saying, girl, put that wig back on. <laughs> what you doing? We trying to make money. So it's just, it's very unfortunate, but it's always good to have women like Tabitha because she's setting a standard. And little black girls that look up to her will see that, you know what, my natural hair, um, however I, my boldness, my voice, my quirkiness, whatever it is about you that makes you unique, you don't have to sacrifice it for a check. 
And if that means you being pulled from prime time, well, maybe it ain't your season to be in that prime time. I'm excited to see where even this stance takes her. I feel like every time you stand 10 toes down on who you are, it opens the door for better opportunities down the road. It's never worth sacrificing. There is always something greater if you believe in your craft and who you are. So I'm, I'm here for that, the delayed gratification, delayed success. I mean, she's already successful, but delayed whatever it is that's around the corners of you standing on yours. So shout out to her. But let this be a message to everybody. Like, how far are you willing to go to protect your brand? Do we have a cost? Some people say, well, you never know because, you know, everybody has a price. Well, clearly Tabitha doesn't, and I'm, I'm very proud of her for that. Now, this one's going to be a little unpopular, okay? Outside of us talking about how we should be grateful, and the thing is our own people will always tell us you should be grateful for the opportunity. You need to humble yourself. As if we should accept scraps. Um, I saw somebody post an article about that, the problem with forcing, with humility shaming people, which I never thought about that as a term, but it is a thing, telling people they should be happy with what they have. Not if it's not enough for you. If you know you deserve better, you can go after that. I, I, I push back on the notion that we need to be humble because someone's given us an opportunity. First of all, your talent is what's giving you the opportunity. Your gifts are making room for you. So when your gifts make room for you, you ain't got to accept scraps. That is crazy. And it's especially crazy from us because you know what? We talked about it before. People will always push their fears and limitations on you. A lot of projection out in these streets. But whatever the case, Tabitha, be great. Vulnerability. Okay, there's been a lot of that with creatives lately. Um, we actually saw Mandy with See The Thing Is podcast. I actually love Mandy's. <laughs> I love Mandy. Mandy wild as shit, but I like her. And she was kind of talking about her trauma and kind of just why she touches on sexual liberating topics so much and how she kind of regrets the decisions that she's made in her life. And she even broke down a little bit. And the same thing actually happened with, and y'all don't drag me. I, I don't care. I like the girl. I actually like Brittany Renner. People love to call her a hoe and how she trapped her baby daddy, and she has no place to speak on anything. The only thing that separates Brittany Renner from your homegirl or the women you pursue is that she's a public figure, and she's been with high-profile people, people that a lot of y'all couldn't pull. And a lot of you men, if she gave you the time of day, you would hit. So I think it's funny that y'all shame the type of women that low-key fit the physical type of what you want. Like, you want a Britney. You want a Britney. She was doing, Britney was doing some reflection this week about just forgiveness and, you know, accountability and all that. It wasn't a bad video at all, really. She's taking accountability for her shit, but also talking about, you know, why you got to let things go. The girl is actually smart as hell. And one thing y'all can't stand is an intelligent hoe. Y'all can't stand somebody that has agency but also has a brain. It freaks y'all out. You don't know what to do with it. Because here this person is owning who they are, and they not worried about your judgment and your critiques. 
Whatever the case, she's crying on this video. Obviously, she got a little emotional, and folks are talking about how they would never record themselves crying. Number one, would I ever record myself crying? Possibly not. But I've definitely done content and done stories before where I got a little emotional, like it was a raw, honest moment. So we talk all of this stuff about being vulnerable and mental health, check on your strong friends, which I would think that in her circle, she's probably one of the strong friends. But you shame it at the same time because of who it comes from. So again, you're, you're essentially trying to police who should be allowed to be vulnerable. So if you have any sort of past, any body count over the number three, you can't speak on nothing. I think that's wild. So people are saying she's cloud chasing, she's crying for attention. I saw somebody that's getting into a, that's at a peak where she, she knows who she is, she knows what types of mistakes she's made. She owns her full self, and I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with you displaying that you've made mistakes to the world, that you, you understand the ins and outs of dating high-profile athletes or how to lock a baller down or whatever. Like, I don't see, I see a place for that type of girl in society because why not? Y'all doing it anyway, so she's just trying to tell you how to do it right. <laughs> she's telling y'all how to do it right, but people were dragging this girl for filth about the fact that she had the audacity to cry. Because if you've slept with more than if you've slept with more than five men, how dare you cry? How dare you have emotions? How dare you have feelings about anything? Y'all are weird. It's like at this point, what do y'all want from people? You want this fake social media lifestyle? You want folks to be nailed to the cross for whatever decisions they've made or them owning their their whole? I, I don't, I'm going to be honest, I'm confused at this point. I don't know what the hell y'all want. At this point, who do y'all take advice from? Who do you take advice from? To me, anybody that's made decisions in their life that they regret, that's impacted their lives, their career, their public persona, that's a cautionary tale worth tapping in. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's somebody I want to listen to because I want to see how you got to the point that, well, not me, I'm much older than her. Not too much older, but I'm older than her. But I want to see the mistakes you made to get to where you are. I would want somebody younger to see that too. Like, this is what I did. I did this so you don't have to go through it. I'm very much a I did this so you don't have to go through it type girl. I'm a mom, right? I got two kids. I got a 20-year-old. I got a two-year-old. Baby, I got stories. I wouldn't consider myself necessarily a role model for anybody, but for somebody that's trying to be about that bag, get their career, kind of have a more stress-free life, if you will, I love to tell you the mistakes I made. I'd love to tell you um, situations I put myself in because I want you to learn from it. Our mistakes are our testimony for something else. It ain't for somebody else. It's not even for us. So if you're not willing to be open and share your experiences with people, what is it all for? And I also think that when you share your stories and when you get them tears out, that is a part of your healing process. So why can't we let that girl heal? just because she got a baby by a basketball player, just because she slept with your favorite. Y'all are some strange people, very strange. I've always said I like the least of these. I like the people that society cast aside. 
Y'all saw last last season, I had two former sex workers on the show. So clearly, I'm with the shits. I want people to tell those raw stories. I want people to speak about things that are uncomfortable and unconventional. Because that's what lets us know that we're not all that much different from each other. And that we don't have to front. Like right now, there's this whole soft life. <laughs> there's this whole soft life um, thing going on on social media. I don't personally get it. I joked around and I said, maybe girls like me are not meant for the soft life. Maybe we more of the thug life. I don't know. I just think that as a black woman and as a mother and as somebody that's going to constantly have to break down barriers and stand up for myself and, you know, whatever, I just don't see life being soft for me. I see myself setting boundaries. I see myself not making the same mistakes I did before. But soft, that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> Just a little bit. I would love for us to get to the point where we let black women just exist in our thickness, in our fatness, in our, in our country, in our whatever it is. Let us be great. We let everybody else do what they want to do, and we still ride for y'all. And I said this before, especially when these critiques come from black men, like the whole thing with Lizzo and somebody telling Tabitha she needed to humble herself and guys always telling Brittany Renner, like, you ain't got no place to talk. When it comes to y'all, when it comes to black men, when y'all are criminalized or when you make mistakes or whatever it is, we don't really, we don't, you don't have to qualify for our protection. You don't really have to qualify for us to defend you. Actually, no, now you do. In 2022, we tired. But with us, we ride for y'all and ask questions later. And at this point, all I'm saying is give us that same courtesy. Let us do us because we let y'all do y'all. That's all I'm saying. We don't need to be perfect for y'all. We don't need to talk the right way. We don't need to be a size five. Listen, I'm in the double digits and I'm not going down. I'm about ready to get me some... Um, Lizzo Yitty, because apparently that stuff, it, it, it looks good. It looks like a good quality product. I'm here for it. Just let us be great. <laughs> Just let us be great. Anyways. We're still in whatever we're in right now. Pandemic, monkeypox, smallpox. Sure, I don't I don't even know what we're in anymore. I think at this point we just surviving and we just trying to be great and we trying to have a good time in our renaissance. Can y'all tell I'm still obsessed with that damn album. Beyonce has me in a chokehold. So wear applicable, wear your mask, wash your hands, socially distance, and when you get a free moment, please remember to clean out your dirty bag. Till next time. Well, darling, there's only one